0: Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, for those who are a cut above. All right, it's been about a month since I recorded the most recent episode of Neville Mind Tricks, and I'm not committing to redoing a daily podcast or anything like this, but I figured it's worth coming on here time and time again, and sharing, because you know caring is sharing. All right, so today I'm going to have a success story of sorts. And you know how much I like success stories. And I think I've kind of explained why, but not really why. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome back. Appreciate you being here. If you're a loyal listener, appreciate you. Thanks for being here. And if you're somewhere in between, appreciate you as well. But here's the deal. I really don't give a rip what somebody else manifested. Let's be honest. I just flat out don't give a rip. (laughs) Kind of like I wouldn't expect anybody else to give a rip what I manifested. I mean, you could. I'm not saying that this, my opinion, is absolutely right or absolutely wrong. I care about folks that reach out to me and tell me to hear good news for them. That I care about. I care about different things. I care about reading. I think it's The Law and the Promise and several of Neville's lectures where he sprinkles in different success stories. But he... He being Neville may have had a, a similar somewhat take, but I know people like success stories, so here is a success story for you. All right. So here... And again, I'm just going to act like this is the first time you hear me. You may have heard this before, if this isn't the first time you heard me. But back in, back in my day... Before I got into the study of Neville and doing the podcast, I was kind of in an exploratory phase and I went to Bedit, it, flake book, different, different sites and found communities that I joined or just kind of tip, tip the, uh, put the toes in the water and kind of listened to different things. And I, I came across somebody that ended up being, a, I think it was a Neville buddy type deal. And then we had a fallout, but so let me tell you what this person looks like. I'll give you a uh, a mental picture of what she looks like. She is not, may I say, a
1: good-looking lady, either in form or in feature. Nice in many other respects, but
0: you will never accuse her of being a beautiful woman. All right, if... Any of you are interested in seeing a different type of picture. She kind of looks like Pepe the King Prawn. If you're familiar with um, the Muppet show, Pepe the King Prawn, those of you that know how to do internet searches could look that up as well. And just the face, because I think this person has this, not a person, it's a um, character in a cartoon Muppet has like two sets of arms, so just the face. So it looks like Pepe the King Prawn. And I don't hear about this anymore. I don't know if it's myself pushed out, which I don't know, maybe it is myself pushed out. I wonder if Neville ever talked about that. If you know a little bit about a Neville, there's just some sarcasm. But anyway, I don't hear about it anymore. But at the, that time, the SP thing was huge. And you had... If you hear my, my new intro that I just recorded today, people with more confidence than competence that really don't know what they're talking about, but everyone SP and everyone had a different SP. And I have a theory as to how the world works with dating. I have a, uh, what I call a significant other now. We're cohabitating with a child. So that's my my story and I'm sticking to it. But with the dating landscape, obviously family, friends, folks that I talk to about Neville. And I kind of see what's out there. And it's it's pretty interesting. And it hasn't changed much from that time when I was talking to this Neville study buddy, if you will. But again, she looked like Peppy the King Prawn. And I'm kind of changing. I'm not including names, I'm not including geographical locations and I'm kind of changing the facts a little bit to protect the guilty if you will. But I will tell you that the Peppy the King prawn, that is an accurate description of this individual and what uh, what Neville said. But all people are beautiful so that's neither here nor there. But she had an SP and I'm like good, what to deal with your SP? Well, you know, I'm working on him. I'm uh, this and that and the other thing, and he he he's going to be my SP. And so I'll paint a word picture of this individual. I never actually saw a photograph of him, but um, she'd talk about him all the time. So he had a highly desirable profession. So he had the... Um, the big income, big house, big part of town, big car it was tall if you're not a certain height it's uh you might as well just give up in the dating world and I just say that kind of jokingly but that's kind of what it seems like with the group think with the feminist movement but so he was tall and according to Hershey was uh, he was lean and in shape some lean muscle, spent a lot of Time at the gym, and I think that her and this chap had at least one intimate rendezvous in the past, and that's all it took. Even though she looked like Peppy the King Prawn, she thought that, "Wow, this guy likes me. Ooh, he's going to be my happily ever after." A lot of Disney movies, and not to uh, burst anyone's bubble, and again, just my opinion. I think this is a pretty strong theory. I'm sure you'll go out there and find maybe 8 out of ten, nine out of 10 people will believe this, but short of being the star of an episode of 600 Pound Life, I've never seen it, I have family that like it, I guess it's called 600 Pound Life, and it's, as you could probably guess about people that are 600 pounds, short of being a star of that show, most guys will sleep with any woman if the situation is right, granted that they're single too. I'm sure there's other guys that don't care if they're single or not, but that's not what we're talking about. But again, just because a guy will sleep with a woman doesn't make her special in his eyes. Maybe in her eyes, unfortunately, but not in his eyes. It's just whatever, romp in the hay. But according to her, this guy loved her. And she was going to pin him down. And they were going to be, you know, the one and only. Even though he was out gallivanting, enjoying life. Another theory or hypothesis with this is, again, feminist movement. That's the easiest way to describe. Maybe it came from somewhere else. If you have an opinion, feel free to share. Feel free to not, whatever you want to do. But there's just like this group think for the stereotypical ideal man and this ideal man kind of like what i said earlier has to be over six foot tall can't be five can't be 5 and 11 a half six foot tall and preferably taller big house big part of town big you know what big muscles big shoes you know because you know what big shoes mean means you probably have big feet And I'm sure there's other things that I might be missing, but that's pretty much it. Big bank account, big cash flow, take them on big vacations. That's what all women want, okay? And the SP movement, which I mentioned I haven't really heard much about lately, maybe they've wisened up and tried a different approach or something else, was kind of like, oh, if I end up sleeping with this guy, regardless of what I look like, as long as I'm not the star of a 600-pound life, or who knows, if. Maybe that happens with them. Maybe it's worse with that category of person. But anyway, they think, oh, I can nail him down. He wants to be with me forever. But, you know, that guy, for the most part, knows that these women are programmed. Not all women, but the women that are. And they're sitting behind a revolving door, which has a line of average to above average to below average women that they'd be willing to have a go with. All right. So I think I said we had a falling out or we lost touch, me and Peppy the Prawn, call her Pepe the Prawn. But we ended up meeting up oper- or on, online somewhere. We ended up meeting up. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, how's Mr. Perfect? Are you, are you with Mr. Perfect?" And she wasn't. But I'm going to share with you here a little bit what what Neville said and and something else and give you an update on what happened with this person. All right. Love playing Neville because straight from the source. Here you go.
1: I've had people say to me, you know, I want that man and no other man. I said, no, you don't. You want to be happily married. You don't want that man or no man. Oh, yes, that man or no man. Then, of course, this always shocks them. I said, if he dropped dead right now, would you want to be married? Well, he isn't going to drop. I didn't ask you that. If he dropped dead right now, or if he's right this very moment accused of being the world's greatest thief or
0: murderer. you still? going to interject here. Chris Watts, if anyone knows who Chris Watts is, he mentioned here, accused of being the world's greatest murderer or accused of murder. I'm drop.
1: I didn't ask you that. If he dropped dead right now, or if he's right this very moment accused of being the world's greatest thief or murderer, you still want him? Well, now, why ask those questions, Neville? I want that man. But you see, it isn't that man. They want to be happily married. Well, I have gone to so many weddings where it was either that man or none, and it wasn't that man. And their embarrassment to see me sitting, uh, standing in the uh, aisle. Because it had to be that man or no man, and here it isn't that man at all.
0: All right. So interesting, but again, that's what's the SP movement. It had to be that particular guy, and even though Neville said, directly in that segment of a lecture it's never that man or no man and granted marriage these days is really no benefit for marriage unfortunately there's a decline in the marriage rate decline in the birth rate maybe a story for another time but people aren't looking to be married but maybe they're they want good cohabitation situations it could be fun to live with the right person if that's what you're into I know there's a lot of people happily married, but anyway, so I was being sarcastic, kind of being a uh, sardonic jerk, No, oh yeah, we're Mr. Perfect, are you with this guy, and whatever I, I knew about him, no, 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 but I did find someone, I'm like, well congratulations, that is awesome, and I don't know how long they had been together or whatever, but I think last time I, I chatted, which had been a while now, that they were still together. Before I ex- explain what this individual looks like. I know looks aren't everything. And in some people's case, they may be nothing. Yeah no. But anyway. Let me explain the guy she ended up with.
1: Millionaire, I own a mansion and a yacht.
0: Alright. If you didn't hear that, it said millionaire, I own a mansion and a yacht. Okay, so this fellow, they live in a coastal community somewhere around this great world of ours, so that kind of limits the geographical location with being on a coast. He's a retired individual. She didn't go into cash flow, but I figured he's probably a millionaire, lives in a really nice, decent house and in a nice, decent part of town and owns a yacht, owns a yacht that they go out in frequently, okay? So that man or no man. So in this particular instance, she didn't end up getting Mr. Perfect, perfect job, big house, tall, blah, blah, blah. She ended up with a big, fat, portly, stereotypical-looking retired guy who treats her the way she wants to be treated and has a yacht, whatever that means to you. All right, so there you have it, success story. Nice to be back after a month hiatus. Again, not really committing to doing these daily as I had been in the past, but haphazardly I'll throw things out there. The next episode I'm going to do a, um, I did some mystery shopping of some life coaches, and I'll share one more thing about not being a big fan of modern day success stories. That's the best way to play put it, modern day success stories. Historical success stories, again, Law and the Promise, sprinkled throughout Neville's lectures, those are fine because they're Neville. Neville talked about them. He vouched for them. Sometimes he didn't. I think Jimmy Fuller is a good one if you're into money or think you have some kind of a limitation, Jimmy Fuller, but I I saw a testimonial the other day somebody sent me, and it was someone who had manifested a trip, a trip abroad, but it was a trust fund kid who ended up flying, I can't remember if it was coach or first class, but overseas, maybe they flew from or into the the coastal town where this individual and the boyfriend lives in today's success story. But this trust fund baby flew overseas and said, I manifested a trip. Like, no, that's not a manifestation story. That's an allocation of funds. Your trust fund gives you X amount of money a month. You decided to spend Y amount of that money on a plane ticket to go somewhere. Again, strong difference between a success story, and just you spent money on something. Can you manifest being a trust fund baby? I don't know. We could probably discuss that all day, but being born into certain things, yeah, I don't know if Neville ever really talked about that. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But anyway, the Neville mind trick of today is don't worry about the how. It's never this person or that person. It's never this situation or that situation. It's the end. Always go to the end. As mentioned at the start of this episode, caring is sharing. If you found value, you know the thing. There might be family, friends, strangers out there that want to hear this content. They like to hear stories meant for a moral. Maybe a modern-day Aesop fable? Probably not, but we get something out of it. Live in the end. Always dwell in the end. But in the meantime, let us go into the silence. Music-filled silence. (music) i <music> i